0: Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 103, and it's entitled, Stop Worrying About Doing the Right Thing and Go and Do Something Today. I don't know about you guys, but I spend so much time worried about doing the right thing. And, and there's no way of knowing what's the right thing sometimes. Like, yes, we are guided. Yes, we are directed. But sometimes we just have to do something. You know, I was thinking about the other day, if, you know, we sit and think about the right thing for minutes or hours, instead of just taking even five minutes and saying, okay, well, I'm not sure if this is the right thing to do, but it's something I want to do. Let's go try it and just go see what happens. We, we have so much thinking that clutters our minds. And prevents us from just living in the moment. You know, maybe living in the moment is just simply saying, well, what do I feel like doing? And, and going and doing it. Now, especially the things that you feel like doing, there should be an element of peace, excitement, and joy to what you want to do. Why is it that we worry so much about doing the right thing all the time? Well, the first thought that comes to my mind is, Because we don't want to waste time. But you know what we do while we're trying to figure out the right thing? We're wasting time. If you're not sure if an idea is right, spend five minutes working on it. Spend five minutes playing with it. See if it makes you come alive. I mean, if you're not sure if you want to go on a date with somebody, spend a few minutes talking with them. Spend, you know, Five minutes or so talking with them and seeing, hey, is this person making me come more and more alive? Do I really want to go see where this goes or am I good? Like we worry so much about everything. And you know what it does? It takes all of the fun out of life because life is meant to be a game and games are meant to be played. Could you imagine if you just sat there and you're playing a game like, I don't know, shoots and ladders, for example, and you're just sitting there and you're being like, okay, well, what is my best strategy? Huh? Well, how do, how do I hold the dice in order to get it to land on this? Like, it doesn't ever usually work that way. And especially with a game like shoots and ladders, which is entirely based on the role of the dice or the spinner or whatever else you think it is, you just got to play the game. And that's how it is with life. Now, if you're sitting there and being like, Joseph, I really do. I don't want to waste any more time. I've already wasted lots of time in my life. And I just want to make sure that I always make the right decisions. You can't. You can't know that every decision you make is the right decision. And I'd experienced just a few days ago where I called somebody up and we started talking and they were, and they were having a rough time. And, and, you know, they're like, oh, you were so inspired to call. And I, and, and I just had to tell them in that moment, because sometimes it really does. Like, it looks like, oh my goodness, that person was so inspired, but you know how I was, how I was inspired. I looked at my phone, I scrolled, I was scrolling through text and I realized I never text this individual back. And so I called them, and we ended up having a a wonderful conversation for a long time. But we don't have to figure everything out. It wasn't like in that moment I had a ray of light come through my head and said, Joseph, you need to call this individual. It doesn't work like that.
1: But for a long time, I believed it did.
0: I really do believe that we are guided and we are directed. But maybe we're not guided and directed the way that we think we are. You know, one of the, the other stories coming to my mind was this story of this man that he was inspired one day to go and get milk. Oh, he's like, I need milk. And on the way to get that milk, there was a little boy that fell in a river or something. And he was able to help and save that little boy. You know, and he said something really interesting, is like, you know, God didn't care if I got milk that day. You know, God sent me on an errand to save that little boy. You know, and, and so sometimes like we can be sent to all kinds of different places. I, I remember a story told by a religious leader of mine named David A. Bednar. And one thing that he said is, you know, he was just at the you know, like Home Depot or somewhere. And this person came up and, you know, started talking to him. And, you know, I I don't remember the exact, the exact story, but, you know, kind of like, you know, wanting to not, um, wanting to not interrupt his life, wanting not to bother him. And, you know, he basically said like, God sent me here for a reason. Like everywhere I go, basically God is sending me for a reason and, and we get so in our heads about what that reason is and how it's going to work out. I think that's what it is. I think it's all about, well, how's this going to work out? I don't know. You know, there's times I come in and I start a podcast and it falls flat super fast. You know, I think I know exactly what I'm supposed to talk about or even what I want to talk about and it falls flat so quickly. But then I'm led to another thing. And we worry so much about our timing, about how things are working for us. Instead of just going and doing what we want to do and going and living our lives. You know, the purpose of our life is joy. Men are are that they might have joy. Yes, there are other things that that encompasses that too. There's certain things that we need to do. But we are meant to have Joy. You know, we're so worried. Like I recently had a, a, spoke with a, a, another religious leader of mine in our church known as a bishop. And I was really struggling. Like I was having a really, really rough time. And I shared with him and I was like, you know, I'm having all these overwhelming feelings that, you know, they weren't leaving me feeling good. And, and I shared with him some of my thoughts. And he's like, Joseph, basically, are, are you feeling peace, excitement and joy? No, okay, then that's not the direction that, that God is pointing you. That's not the direction the Spirit's pointing you. And I'm like, well, what about this thing? And what about this thing? And what about this thing? He basically shared with him exper- examples of you know, things that people had said. And he's like, Joseph, don't, don't worry so much about that. You know, if God really wants you to do something, he'll show you. It's not just going to be somebody randomly saying a phrase or... You know, and, and everybody thinks so differently. And at least, you know, for me personally, knowing that this man is a, is a man of God, that in my understanding represents you know, the Savior, Jesus Christ, as if he were talking to me. And, and knowing in that moment that, that the Savior and Heavenly Father was okay with the decision that I had made. And not only okay that God was actually encouraging me to go the way I wanted to go and to not go the way I didn't want to go. And it was such a beautiful experience. I'm, I was so incredibly grateful for that. You know, we are so guided. We are so directed, but sometimes we just have to do something. You know, and, and if you're struggling, reach out to a friend. Like, because we do, we all get in this... We all get in this phase of our lives where we're just getting overwhelmed by thought, and all it is is overwhelmed by thought. I mean, I was so worried, and in, in a matter of less than and our conversation probably lasted about a half hour or forty-five minutes that night. He took me from just so overwhelmed to totally back at peace. Why? Because at least for me, I have to know that God's okay with the road that I'm choosing. That's just always been me. Like I, I've always felt there was a right road to take. But it's like, well, what if that right road to take is just the road you really want to take? You know, I, I, I bring this up a lot, but I, I love something that Ofi said on the, pot, the podcast when I interviewed him a while back. He said, there's a million different plans of happiness for each of our lives. And Heavenly Father just wants us to pick one, but then He wants us to really walk it. He wants us to do our best. And I think sometimes we, we worry so much about whether we're on the right road that we're not actually paying attention to the road. It's like, well, should have I have taken this turn? Should have I have taken that turn? Should have I have done this other thing? You know, I love something that Matthew McConaughey, his father, told him when he told him he wanted to be an actor. And I'm going to edit what he says. If you guys want to look up the actual quote, you can. But he says, you know, he told his dad he was going to be an actor and he said his dad did one of the most powerful things and said the most, one of the most important things he could have said to him. He said, basically, don't do it half-heartedly. And he said that meant so much to him. You know, I think so often we're looking for the right thing to do. That we don't just throw ourselves into what we want to do. We're so worried about how it's going to work out and if, if God's okay with it. You know, funny enough, some of the strongest experiences of my life was Heavenly Father telling me to stop paths that I did not want to go down. Those were some of the strongest experiences of my life where Heavenly Father said, Joseph, please stop this. You don't want this. I don't want this for you. You remember all those other really cool paths that I was leading you down that you actually enjoyed? Go do that. You know, another thought coming to my mind is, especially if you happen to work for yourself, sometimes, especially when, you know, if if you're out looking for clients or, you know, figuring out ways to, you know, drum up new business, sometimes that, that can even be an exhaustion in our head. Like, oh, well, what do I do? do I call Tom? Do I call Jerry? Do I call Larry? Do I call Bart? Like, who who do I call? What do I do? You just do something. Pick something to do for five minutes. You know, it's it's amazing. my, My inbox, if you guys pay attention on social media, I just got back from this two and a half week trip a few weeks ago, and my inbox had just piled up. Piled up so much that I really did not want to look at it. And then finally, I just, I just started working on it. I had this room that I host that for this other group that didn't have any people in there, and I just started plowing through. And you know what? I got through all of the new emails, and it really didn't take that long. We spend so much more time in our head, wasting our energy, wasting our resources, wasting everything, instead of just jumping in. You want to do something? Go do it. If you want to write a book, start writing. I mean, I've, I've talked to people before that, you know, they, they say what they want to do, but they don't do it because the thought itself is overwhelming to them. But guys, when you just do it, like I love the, I love the quote of Vincent Van Gogh that says, the voice inside you tells you can, you cannot paint, paint and the voice will be silenced. Pick something up and you're, you're going to wait quote unquote, waste five minutes, but you're going to waste that anyways, thinking about the right thing to do. Just do it. It might be the exact right thing that you need in that moment for you. You just have to trust it. We spend so much more time. That's an interesting thought. We spend so much more time doubting ourselves than going forward. It's like, we have this thought and it's like, no, I can't do that. It's my work day. Oh, I can't go play the piano right now. I'm supposed to be working. Well, guys, I, I've had moments when I've played the piano and I've even just for five, 10 minutes sometimes, and it's brought me to life. I mean, it really, really has. It's, it's made me come alive. Stop doubting yourself. Stop doubting your intuition. If you feel peace, if you feel excitement, and if you feel joy about something, go forward. Stop worrying about living your life right. There is no, last I checked, there is no book called The Right Way to Live Your Life. And if there is, it's probably that single person's definition of the right way to live their life we got to start trusting ourselves more. Every one of us knows when we're being guided. We know when we're being led. And if, you're, and if you're starting to move in the wrong direction and you're feeling those feelings of overwhelm and yucky, just, it's not it. No matter what you're thinking it is, it's not. God has placed you on this earth for a reason. He has given you your talents, your abilities, your everything to do the things that he wants you to do and also the things that you want to do. There is a balance. But we're not going to do anything by sitting on the sidelines. You know, if I'm sitting on the sidelines, watching everybody play a recreational game of basketball, and just thinking, oh my goodness, if I could just get out there, if I could just, if, if I could just you know, be as good as those people. The reason those people are good is because they've played longer and they've practiced more than other people. There's this cool book I'm, I'm reading right now. It's called Beginners. And I've really enjoyed some of the parts of it. That he, he just talks about the joy of beginning, the joy of starting over. I mean, it's a lot like the It's Possible Challenge that I have over on the It's Possible Guy page on Instagram and, and on Facebook. Like, it's about picking something that you want to do just for the sake of doing it. Who cares who sees? Who cares what anyone else thinks? You know, I had this experience where on Monday, where we were sitting down and we were doing these banners for this old folks home. And you know what came to my mind is, well, We've got paper and we've got crayons. I, I think it'd look really cool if there was a cornucopia on here. Now, that sounds really funny, even coming out of my own mouth. Because a few years ago, I could barely draw anything. And now I would venture to say, like, I, I could draw almost anything. Is that crazy? Going from a state of barely being able to draw anything. To being able to draw almost anything, freehand. I mean, I've got to obviously have a picture of what it what it looks like, but
1: how cool is that? That's
0: all come from the it's possible challenge, picking something cool that I want to do, like drawing or or doing you know, a song on guitar, or any of those type of things. But there also comes something up that I'm. That has struck me lately that we do also have to fine-tune our stuff. Matthew McConaughey talks about how he had to fine-tune. He had to get rid of some of the things in his life to make priority for the things that were the most important to him. And each of us have to make choices. But make choices based on peace, excitement, and joy. Does this thing bring me joy? If not, Get curious. Why am I doing this? C.S. Lewis in his book, The Screwtape Letters, says, most men live their entire lives neither doing that which they ought to do nor that which they like to do. If it's not bringing you joy and it's also not something you have to do, why are you doing it? Get curious. Start noticing. You know, this, this episode today, you know what it's meant to do? It's meant to get you out of your head. It's meant to get you to stop thinking so much about the perfect way to live your life and just live your life because that is the perfect way to live live your life. We're so worried about messing up. We're so worried about doing something. I mean, this is me, like just sharing with my own experience because this is something I've been working on too of, you know, not worrying about doing everything right is even with my own coach is just understanding more about, well, I feel like everything does have to be done right. It doesn't. There is no right, one right way to live this life. There's a million. And you know, we worry so much about that single next step. And sometimes it honestly might be for fear. You know, we, it might not be what's the right thing. It's like, oh, I'm a little bit afraid to take this step you know, to talk to this girl or to reach out to this business contact. We all have things that we feel like, oh man, could I really do that? Could I really do that? It's cool. There's a book, it's called The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale. And in this book, which has been around for many, many, many years, probably like 70 or so, I have had this book on my shelf for years. We're talking like 15 or 20 years. And I have read all kinds of books in my life. I've read hundreds of books, but I'd never picked this one up. I mean, I take that back. I'd read parts of it. I'd read it like up to, because I did have a bookmark in there. So it was up to like page 70, but I'd never really let this stuff seep in. And it was amazing because this is one of the most powerful books in all of self-development. And you know what it talks about? And I know some people out there aren't Scripture people, and that's okay. You can take, take with this what you will. But he talks about using Scriptures as affirmations. With God, all things are possible. Through Christ, I can do all things. Like, if God be for us, who can be against us? And you can come up with your own, and you come up with your own sayings. But just reminding yourself All the time that you need to. Hey, if God be for me, who can be against me? With God, all things are possible. But I don't know about this one thing. How am I going to do this? The The only way any of us do anything good is with God.
1: I mean, truthfully, I have been...
0: You know, sometimes I'm not the most grateful. And as I was reading this book, in, in the intro, he talks about how much he prayed with his wife. Keep in mind, this book has sold millions and millions and millions of copies. It's incredibly popular. He prayed with his wife earnestly because they said, there is no way we can write the book we want to without God. Do you realize how many times that I need God every single day? There's actually a cool song that's called, I Need The Every Hour. I do. I need God every hour. In every moment, He's inspiring me, He's guiding me, He's directing me. Do you know if I came in and tried to do these podcasts without the Spirit, that there would be nothing? Because I'm just saying what I'm inspired to say.
1: When I went in with every single client, if I didn't have that guidance, if I didn't have that direction from the Spirit, there would be nothing. Now, you guys can call it whatever you want.
0: You know, if you're not a Heavenly Father or a God person, like some people call it inner wisdom, some people call it guidance, some people call it the universe. That's up to you, whatever you want to call it.
1: But I recognized something the other day, that every single moment, every single hour, I need Him. To protect me. To do everything. You know, he does. He leads
0: and guides and protects me as I just go and do those things in the world. I mean, could I could I even begin to imagine my life without all that guidance and direction? Oh my goodness. I would not want to. I wouldn't want to. I mean, even as I'm reading books, he's It's God that points out the little things that he wants me to notice. You know, the other thing that strikes me about doing something and is how everything in our lives is about feedback. If I go do something, if I start going a path and I feel bad about that path, I can turn around because that feeling, like that uncomfortable feeling is like getting closer to a hot stove with your hand. And God's saying, hey, no, 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 no. This is not it. Go go the other way. Go back. Not not your path. There's a million, there's a million others, but don't take this one. This isn't where you want to go. You know, even on a, a, a more darker term, I, I remember I remember some, hearing a story about a man that was in jail for something pretty bad.
1: And he said,
0: in that moment, before, before he took this person's life or, you know, uh, so, something along those lines, he basically said, there was a voice that said, if
1: you do this, your life will never be the same again. I, I know that is true.
0: Like, we all have this guiding voice. That does teach us. I mean, I've had experiences where that voice has been very clear of like, you know, those life or death situations. Hey, don't say this, say this. And your mind gets so completely clear that it's incredible. You know, it was interesting. I I had this, I had this experience this morning and it was kind of crazy. So I. As many of you guys know, I go to this place called the temple fairly regularly, and that's my place of peace, that's my place of happiness, and I truly believe that's God's house. Now, I have a watch that has, has a heartbeat monitor on it, and it was interesting because when I was in there, my heartbeat was so low, it was like, whoa, so low. Normally, it hovers about 60, but when I was in there, it was right around 53 to 55. Now, I, I found that really interesting because my head wasn't spinning. I wasn't so worried about all the, the things going on in my mind. And you know what? We don't have to be worried about all the things going on in our mind. If you start thinking about something that makes your head hurt, it's probably a good choice to stop thinking about it. You know, whenever, when everything needs to make sense, when everything needs to be figured out, it will be figured out. But if it's not giving you peace, if it's not giving you excitement, it's not giving
1: you joy. It's just saying, hey, this is not the way. It's like the Mandalorian. This is the way. Or
0: this is not the way. Heavenly Father loves each of us so much. And he knew that as we came to this earth, we would have so many challenges and so many distractions and so many fears and and so many everything that he gave us the one thing, peace, excitement, and joy, the fruits of the spirit. He's I mean, in other words, in caveman talk, good feeling, good, bad feeling, bad. I don't know why my caveman sounded somewhat like a Japanese movie, but... I mean, truthfully, I I had this experience recently where I I was so in my head. I was so overwhelmed. And then I, this was the time I went and talked to my bishop and I said, well, this means this. And he's like, Joseph, no, it doesn't. But no, I'm I'm feeling all these, these overwhelming feelings. He's like, yeah, well, if you're not feeling peace, excitement and joy, Joseph, it's not it. And I was like, oh, you know, and, and it was interesting because I knew that. I absolutely knew that, but in that moment, I needed somebody, him in particular, my bishop, my religious leader, to tell me that. And then I was okay. And then he, he shared a lot of other things with me as well that helped me feel even more okay. But it's peace, excitement, and joy, guys. When you go do something, if, you le- if it leaves you feeling peace, excitement, and joy, keep doing it. I mean, we do not even take care of ourselves. There's a wonderful book, and I haven't talked about this for quite a while, but The Artist Way is such an amazing program. If you've never done that, if you're looking to get back in touch with your creative self, your spiritual self, whatever it is, go read that book and actually go through the 12 week program. It is fascinating, it is mind blowing, and it is a lot of work. It really is. It's a good, I don't know, probably almost 10 to 12 hours of work a week. And it is so worth every hour. Get you back in tune. Get you back in touch. But stop worrying about living your life the right way. And there was a time that I was even afraid that, you know, if I'd had you know strong feelings about one girl, that I wasn't able, even if I wanted to, to go ask out another girl. Because it's like, no, I've already had these strong feelings for this other girl. And it's like, Joseph, chill. I mean, and even the times I did go on, on some dates in the, that time period, it was like, yeah, this isn't it. Okay, cool. So you figured out something that's not for you. And you don't even have to go on a date to figure out somebody's not for you. I mean, I don't, I, I'm not a fan of just going on endless dates. But y- you, you get that choice. If you want to say no, you can say no. If you want to say yes, you can say yes. So I want to ask you guys, what is something that you would love to do in your life? What's something that if, if you were given permission by God, you would say, yes, if I could do that, I would love to do that.
1: Go do that. Because truthfully, what
0: happens is we talk ourselves out of everything. You know, it's like we have this really cool idea come up. And all of a sudden it's like, no, I can't do that because of this, 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 because of this. Of this. There, there is something I know because it's in scripture. And it's in a book called 1 Nephi 3.7. And it says, The Lord will give no commandment unto the children of men, save he shall prepare a way for them, that they may accomplish the thing which he commandeth them. So if you're given an impression, if you're given an insight, To act on, go act on it. God, will take care of it. Stop worrying. You're wasting your entire life worrying. And and even the Scottish mystic Sid Banks said, every insight comes with its own packet. It's everything that comes to us. If it's a good insight, it's almost like a model kit. If you guys have ever done a model, I haven't done one in years. But if you've done like a model car, everything comes included. In most of those things, everything you get to decide what you do. You get to decide what you build. You get to decide your life, and you know what? You got to live with your life too. There's something I love that uh, Pink says in the song "All I Know So Far," and she says, "I wish I'd known my life was mine to choose." Here's my honest thought, and. So the adversary does not want you to be happy. All our crazy leprechaun thinking does is trip us up. Now, there might be some hidden truths in there, but you know you can figure some of those things out. But he doesn't want you to be happy. So something that you really want to do, that you get excited about, that you enjoy, he's going to tell you not to do. Because he just doesn't want you to be happy. You know, and, and if the adversary thing doesn't work for you, think about you know, just the, the crazy thoughts that come to your mind. Like, don't, You don't have to listen to them. If a thought doesn't leave you feeling peace and joy and excitement, it's not for you. It's telling you, hey, this isn't what you want. This isn't what you even want to think about in this moment. And, and the way it works, it's like y- you start getting a little bit close to the stove, it'll get a little bit hot. You get closer and closer, it'll get hotter, hotter, hotter. And you put your hand on the burner, it's gonna hurt a lot. It's gonna hurt a ton. I don't remember if I ever actually put my hand on a burner, but I mean we've all thought about it, regardless. Like it will hurt. And and that pain is so you stop thinking about it, you stop worrying about it. If you're going down a path right now and it doesn't leave you feeling peace, excitement, or joy. I'm going to save you the trouble. It's not your path. I don't care what you think. I don't care what you think you think. It's not it. I was once told that God can give you the worst news in the world and you'll have peace. If you don't have peace, excitement, and joy about something, you might still have some fearful thinking. Of course, we all do. I've got plenty of fearful thinking, guys.
1: I just try to go forward anyways. And sometimes
0: I do okay, and when I don't, I reach out. I mean, it just so happened that that night that my head was out of control, actually there were, there were two different nights, that one of them was at a get-together at my bishop's house, and afterwards I asked him for, you know, in our church, what we call it as a blessing. It's, it's as if Heavenly Father himself were giving you a blessing. And he said some of the most amazing things in that blessing that left me totally at peace about my path, about what I was doing, about the direction, about like just, oh, it was so beautiful. And I was so grateful because in the moment I needed that. And then my thinking started to stir up again after just a few days. Oh, wait, what did this mean that he said in that? What did this mean that he said in that blessing? And then a few days later, when my head was all stirred up, he was right there again at another activity, and I was, and he had time to sit and talk with me. Every one of you have resources available to you. Now, I'm not saying you guys have to believe what I believe, but you know, if, if you do, are ever in that overwhelmed feeling, you're more than welcome to reach out to the missionaries for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And they'd be those guys that, walk, that drive, drive bikes around in little uh, shirts and ties. And they would be more than happy to give you one of these blessings. And it is one of the most beautiful experiences in the world. Now, like I said, I'm not, I, I'm not trying to force you. I'm not trying to convince you. But in that moment, that was the only thing that was going to make me okay. And on the next day, the only thing that was going to make me okay was talking to him again. Yeah, even after we have these powerful experiences, we doubt. Why is that? Because the adversary works on us. He doesn't want you to be happy. and He doesn't want you to do good things. He wants you to be so frustrated and so worried about all these other things. But he can never recreate peace, excitement, and joy. That's not, that's not his deal. I mean...
1: He can never recreate peace, excitement, or joy because those are the fruits of the Spirit. He doesn't get those privileges. He doesn't get those opportunities.
0: So what do I want you guys to take from today? I want you to stop living in your head and start living in the world. Go and do something today. Pick the thing that you want to do. Go try something new. Do you know what I did a couple of days ago? For whatever reason, it just came to me to go do yoga. Now, my gym that I go to, it has free yoga classes. And I went and it was amazing. Oh, my goodness. Like, it's actually, it's a decent workout. It's a ton of work on your body. And it's good for your soul, it's good for your body, it's good for your mind. And I've had shoulder issues for the past while that I'm, I'm working with. And I learned a shoulder stretch that I'd never done before, that actually was super helpful. So, be, be willing to get out of your box and try some things. You'll have a lot of fun. I mean, that's really what the It's Possible Challenge is about, is going and doing the things that you want to do, that you've wanted to do do for years. But we think that we have to be good in order. We only want to do the things that we're good at. And you have to do things before you get good at them. It's that, it's this little cycle. Just go play, go have fun, go live your life. Go live in the space of joy. And if you're not in a beautiful feeling right now, go get in one, go have beautiful feelings, go have beautiful experiences, whatever you're thinking about doing, go do it. What's the worst thing that could happen? You waste an hour or two of your day living the life that you actually want to live. I mean, especially if you happen to work for yourself, I know what that's like of almost this mental game of, okay, is it okay to do that? Or do I need to be working? Is it okay to do that? You know, something that struck me was my, one of my mentors, he talks about how one of the guys that he was working with said, when they're on vacation, when they're on their ski trips, when they're on, when they're on holiday, they have their best ideas. So they go on ski trips, they go on all these fun, awesome things and go figure. Cause the other thing that just came to me as is we experience joy. And as we experience joy, and as we experience filling our cup up, there's so much more of us to go around. If I'm not taking care of me, I can't take care of other people. We need to allow ourselves to be guided by joy, not by anything else. If you're excited and, and joyful about doing something, go do it. I mean, what's the worst thing that could happen? You waste an hour or two of your day. (gasps) Oh my goodness. What have I done? You know, it's like when we're at a restaurant, we're so afraid of ordering the wrong thing that we stick with the same thing we've gotten every day for the past 18 years. True story. There's, There's a restaurant that I go to and quite often I get the exact same thing. Instead of trying new stuff. What's the worst thing that could happen if you just tried stuff? Go throw stuff at the wall and see what sticks. See what you like. Treat your life like an experiment and this game of joy instead of thinking you have to do it perfectly. Because it probably hasn't been working lately when you tried to do it perfectly anyways. So go have fun. Go live your life. Go enjoy your life. And just go do something.
1: Today. Now, if
0: you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning. At 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on, and you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then, that schedule changes, so you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one on one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy,
1: and we can sit down and have a chat.
0: And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy.
1: Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure.
0: Thank you.